Y'all know what the fuck going on. You are now tuned in to episode 129 of Not Politically Correct. It is your boy, Ru Ru McCoy, <laughs> a.k.a. Mr. What It Do, a.k.a. Young Splash God, a.k.a. No Cap Charlie, a.k.a. Smooth Job Johnny, a.k.a. Not no Always on time, Oswald. <laughs> Always on time, Oswald, a.k.a. Uh, FBI Mike, a.k.a. Hip Hop Harry. Uh, there was another one. AKA, somebody, somebody, aka not niggatron, <laughs> not niggatron. <laughs> um, aka Hallway Jones because your bitch had a ringtone at one point in life, and I promise you, it was me. Um, you can find me on damn where I be at on Twitter at Roman Court KPZ and on Snapchat. <laughs> where I be late? <laughs> Isn't that right? Always on time, Oswald. <laughs> well, you know, you know, you know. Um, and then I be on Snapchat at Roman Court Rebel Cody. Hi, I'm Cody. Yes. <laughs> uh, the barman, a.k.a. Teddy Russ, a.k.a. Smooth Fingers, a.k.a. Kid Universal, a.k.a. The Progenitor, a.k.a. School Wars Q, a.k.a. Russ the Bus. Salami, dummy, ding, dong, hold the cheese, or whatever. <laughs> um, I forget what that was. Uh, salami bacon. Salami. Yeah, yeah, salami. That, was, that was a great one. That was a great, great time, great time. Islamic bacon. <laughs> Islamic bacon. <laughs> Islamic bacon. <laughs> So we have a Facebook right. group and not politically correct uh, podcast. You can join the yeah, Facebook group. There's got to be a lesbian joke in there somewhere. <laughs> bacon, no pork. Hold the sausage. Or a gay joke. Hold the sausage. Um, I mean, lesbians are gay. Dude. Oh, what? <laughs> you should know. <laughs> because I'm a lesbian? What the fuck? like to educate. <laughs> okay, we got a Facebook group. <laughs> Not politically correct podcast. Look inward. What you call me? We have a uh, that's the group. We have a Facebook page at NPC Podcast. We have a Twitter account at Not PC Podcast. You can join any of those to just follow the fodder. And we are on SoundCloud, your podcast app, Spotify, Spreaker, Google Play, everything you can listen to stuff on except for Title because for some odd reason they just don't like us. You type in not politically correct. Will come up. I think it's because we're black. Yeah, I think it is. You know how Jay Z Yeah, we're Steven, black. Steven, we're black. <laughs> Steven. You type that shit in. You listen to us. You can also leave comments and all that other good shit that you guys like to do to make yourself feel important. But I promise you, we won't read it because we don't care. Truthfully. So. Oh. And now it's time for do 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 Cody's corner. You like that? You like that? No. 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 Okay. Got it. We'll, work, we'll work on it. We'll work on it. Now it's time for Cody's Corner. I got to mop up Corny's Cody's Corner. Oh no. Shout out Money Bag, yo. What the fuck? Left yourself before you. Correct you. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I'm watching a lot of, I mean, anime. You know, um, one I'm buying right now and almost done with. It's called Fruits Basket. Have you, are you familiar with? Oh, dude, <laughs> Fruits that, Basket. I love. That's some good wholesome stuff right there. Yeah, man. Fruits Basket was kind of like the progenitor of like a lot of the slice of life uh, um, genre of, of anime, uh, which are like you said, really wholesome, really quaint. Um, Really cool. To fill you in, uh, McCoy, pause. Uh, <laughs> there's basically like this girl that's 
they like kind of orphaned and uh these random people take her in but they're like uh they turn into zodiac animals when they are hugged by the mem- like opposite sex you know and but it's it's more than just that everybody has like their own insecurities and feels like they don't they're not loved or they don't love themselves but people around them are like there for them and caring and it's just really like oh like we don't have to be blood related to love each other and i care for you so much kind of thing it's really sweet i cry every time so how's attack on titan doing i mean <laughs> what's it called uh death note you said you were like two years ago you were gonna get into that right hey man <laughs> listen, you had listen, time by listen. then you're you know starting on the john and crack it open huh? you're starting to sound like ts and e's fucking high yield savings account. Yeah, how's that, how's that <laughs> kingpin's album i'm pretty going, sure huh? he works for a bank now <laughs> <laughs> bank triads like I have this the new savings. bank it's called the savings <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> dude do we just Spider-Man meme just now we run around each other that's awesome <laughs> oh man the savings bank <laughs> they only offer savings accounts it's like <laughs> <laughs> that's it and that's it He's just like, give me your money. Right, right, just put it here. Put it I here. Spoke with this blood in the back because I'm high. High <laughs> yield. <laughs> Snoop Dogg is like the fucking uh, spokesperson. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I start smoking again. <laughs> you know what's funny? He he actually didn't stop smoking weed as far right. as like yep. what I've read. He just I got a that. different type of like fire pit or smoker or something. Yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. He doesn't use smoke. So the jokes on that is so funny. Bro, have you yeah. seen have you actually seen the commercial? It's hilarious. It's hilarious, yeah. bro. <laughs> I haven't. I've been looking for it though. I, I didn't think it was that funny, but I think just because of the setup beforehand yes, the setup. was like I'm done smoke. Or yep. no more smoke or something like that. Yeah, I'm yep. like, you got us all, dude. Yep. Like, not really. Like, I didn't really think that, but kind of like, I'm right, really exactly. Like, <laughs> Cody, I'm cheeky bastard. I'm, I'm right you know there with you. Stuff. I was not, I was yeah. not like so, but I was like, wait, but could he possibly be? No, but exactly. wait, maybe. Like, I'm not no dummy, but I'm kind of retarded. <laughs> okay. So what's going on? <laughs> Just like a little bit. Right, right, right. Smidgen. Right. So a I, smidgen of the tism. Right. <laughs> Shout out Snoopy D O Double G. You feel me? But that, I, I, he's like so a. T- I think it's his thirtieth uh, anniversary of. Yes, uh, I was gonna bring that up. Doggy, dog, dog. You know, Do- doggy style. Thirtieth anniversary was this past mm-hmm. week, and dude, a missionary. I uh, <laughs> I um, <laughs> I was on Twitter. Actually, I'm gonna pull that up really quick because it something somebody pointed out something, and I had no fucking idea. But this was it was like super epic to me when when they when they um, said it because I didn't realize how big, like you know how big Snoop Dogg is, you know. But I didn't realize at that Pause. moment, how, bro. Before noon, <laughs> you know, like how like somewhere in six feet. I was walking with a limp for a week. Look, I mean. <laughs> look, look, look. So so this is how it went. So for those of you who don't know, Snoop Dogg, um, his debut album, Doggy Style. The first week he did eight hundred and six thousand copies. First week, that at that I time, some, I think it was like a year or two ago. I listened to it for the first time, and I was like, "Why was this so popular?" I mean, it was. But you got to think though. In '93, there was nothing right, like it's it was, like a nude right honor generation. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. It was nothing like that in '93. But so check this out. That that first week sales, eight hundred and six copies. Right. Eight hundred six thousand copies. 
six copies. He sold that to his family. <laughs> eight hundred six thousand copies. Now, now the reason it was so community so big is because Snoop Dogg was a debut artist. This is his debut album, and he was mm. a rapper. Okay, in nineteen ninety three, rap was still. On the forefront, I mean, rap, you know, they have rap Grammys in the rap category and shit, but they didn't even, at this time, they didn't even have a rap album Grammy yet. That didn't even come until like 90, 95 or 96 was the mm -hmm. first, was the first one. Um, So, yeah, it was like 95 because I think, oh, um, what's his name? What's his name? Naughty by Nature got the first one. But anywho, anywho, um, this happening, this album, doing that in the first week, was epic because no debut artist over any genre, country, rock, R&B, anybody had ever debuted at number one. That had never happened. So for him to sell that many copies, almost went platinum in one week and be a rapper, like, is, it was... Is it because he was, like, before that album? Like, he was a feature on The Chronic. Yep, was yes, there, like, yep. More that he was, like... Yeah, yep, you uh, got you it. You know, on to, to be, like people to get this you know yes he was he was the most commercially like anticipated out the the only other album i've seen be this anticipated for a debut rapper is 50 cent 50 cent was had the same type of buzz mind Dude. you both under both but he was putting out a lot more work too before yeah Rich. yep yep so 50 cent when people knew like jay-z people in the industry knew like 50 cents coming is going to be it's going to be huge like people knew and so the same way they were about that, it was it was how th they were for Snoop. But Snoop was the first one for that to happen like that, and it was because of all the work he did on Deep Cover and did on Chronic with with Dr. Dre. Because that album was such a a big album, it kind of put the West on the map. And so he was like, okay, we're like next year we coming with Snoop, and it's just it he he had broke so many records. Like he was one of the biggest pop, because of that became one of the biggest pop stars overnight, like right away. Like he was up there with the heavy hitters. And this is how this is how crazy it is though. His second week, he sold 378,000 copies. Third week, or, so the third week, he sold um, 259,000 copies. Mind you, these are still amazing numbers. These are first. These are numbers that people were hope, hoping and praying for their first week. And he's doing this in week two and week three. Uh, week four, he sold another 297,000 copies. So he went up by like 40,000. And in the fifth week, he went to four hundred and seven thousand copies. Another damn. You sound like someone with a new baby. Like, what's <laughs> the whole, how many copies did he sold the fifty sixth week? Bro, bro, and this, and then okay, this last week the six hundred twenty four weeks old. The, I hate them motherfuckers. He, he's like thirty seven months. Though he's how's the baby? They said something like that, and then oh, do you have the time? And the other person was like. Oh yeah, it's uh, nine hundred and eighty-seven minutes past noon. Right, exactly, <laughs> bro. Like he's he's thirty, he's thirty-six months. Bitch, he's three years old. He's a toddler at this point. Let it over. <laughs> um, and then in the six weeks, he sold two hundred and seventy k. Bro, this man in six weeks sold like two million copies of this out. It's insane because he was a rapper. Like rappers didn't do this. This was this was unheard of to you know what i'm saying and for him to be a debut so it was two twofold a rapper and a debut artist rapper and somebody's first album man this man it didn't make any sense it didn't it just like it was the perfect setup once people got it they just wanted more and more and more of snoop so i just shout out to that because i remember um reading that the other day and just being fascinated like fascinated that we don't really realize how important snoop dogg is to the history of rap like <laughs> 
it's he's just such a central figure that that was that number was crazy crazy to me man so sorry Cody. getting back on on topic for sure. a little bit um cody um uh, if you're really into the slice of life genre um there are a couple of uh of key anime that i think are really good um, that I recommend to you. Of course, I'll send them in the group just so that um, you can. I was actually... just getting ready to get my notes out right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna send it in the group. But that um, Hori Maya one is one of those too. Yeah, I, and it's one. It's by far one of my favorites. I think second as far as that genre is Your Lie in April. Uh, keep in mind that's a tearjerker. It's a really good well, but um, kind of yeah, sad. I mean, um, Siri. <laughs> and I is that the one? Right? Is that my Siri? No? Yeah, you have to. Okay. Yeah. Why do I always? Okay. <laughs> I don't um, know. It's so funny. <laughs> we're always like watching these and crying and really. Like, Why do we love things oh, that make us sad? <laughs> every time, every time, be in the, in the house crying like a bitch. Um, <laughs> Damn. What's it called? Your lie in April. Yeah, your life. Your life in April. Your life in April. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when you say when you guys say slice of life, what does that mean for like the listeners and and your homeboy who don't really know? Slice so it's genre. basically a. Uh, a reflection of real life so like like nobody has superpowers yeah yeah it's 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 super like reality so like go to school regular relationships um no spies no no, nothing like that it's just everyday life okay but it's it shows you like the different um the diff- like the awkwardness you go through of of learning new people or or becoming friends with people or being the outcast relatable. like yeah yeah it's it's super super relatable um oh, and wow. a lot of people like these better than the actual other anime as far as like action and horror and all that stuff because it just it's just a good reflection of real life and it, it makes them i guess feel things that they would want to feel in real life so these are like super popular um feels like someone's hugging like my soul <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. okay. Well, I'm fu- I'm fucking with that. I'm fuck. That's that's a dope category of like I feel like of anime to have because you kind of run into um it's it's an area where I don't think American comics touch that a, a lot in that in that manner. So mm-hmm. that's uh that's kind of like the whole why young boys like uh superheroes is because we have that complex of like if we get you know, picked on or insecure, so like that we want to be strong, we want to have these mm-hmm. powers, we want to imagine that we are the superhero. Right. Whereas yeah. these animes are like relating to us instead of us trying to portray ourselves onto them. Oh, right. Okay. Which you know, which which we talk about as far as like you know, Black Panther and um, mm-hmm. um, even uh, Blue Beetle. Just that rep- representation matters for different cultures because for a long time. Um, superhero movies and things were really whitewashed <laughs> right i was just thinking yesterday i was like why also everybody not just the whitewash but like why are all the superheroes in america like they just like does america have yeah. some sort of nuclear waste going in their water system like they, they might can, honestly where's captain uh, india like with this show, like you got the right. avengers in america or whatever but how about the world no this universe that was always which is funny Go ahead. I was just gonna say that was it was interesting to me um, because of the simple fact that X Men was one of the first comics that really mm-hmm. traveled. Like in the seventies when they kind of revamped them, they had they <laughs> had they had was Kanae, but they had uh, uh, the Japanese um, what was his name uh, was it Sunfire? Uh, they had the Japanese. I, I knew you were talking about. I can't remember yeah, what his name is. He was like a he was like a fire um, um, like a firepower. Um, was it the dude from the 
uh, is it Logan or the Wolverine movie? With the I think Japanese so. girl, he went over there, and then the old man had that suit made out of uh, adamantium, and he tried to kill. No, 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 Logan. no, 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 that wasn't that oh, okay. was him. Um, but but they do travel. They do in X Men. They go and they end up getting heroes. So like Storm is from Africa. They had the Japanese guy. They had um a native Night crawler. Na- yeah, 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 not, yep, Sunfire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sounds right. Um, uh, Pontiac. They had uh, the the Native American guy. They had um, yeah uh, Colossus, which was he was you know Russian. So they started to I liked that the the team was worldly. That was always dope to me as a kid, especially when you start like kind of digging and learning about the comics. Like they really stay. They moved away from just it being an American thing, um, and right. I thought that that was so you dope. You had Captain Britain. You yep. Had, yep. Um, yep. Uh, uh, Silver Samurai initially was, um, I think, Japanese. Oh, okay. uh, I don't remember who they changed it to afterwards, but dude uh, from yeah. that confusing Black Widow movie, he was like a Captain Russian. Looks like. Yeah. <laughs> um, what is what is his name? Uh, fuck, I cannot remember his name. Um, but there there was there was um, what was I? there was a there was a, a, a another um, group that really showed off um the diversity and i can't remember right now i lost my train of thought um but it like like you said um the um representation matters which is why i get so heated about people like you know we should do a black superman or uh even though there is a black Batman, but I'm like, there's so many other characters that they can You're like, introduce. we have black superheroes. Right. right. We, yeah. Like blue, blue Marvel has been like one of my favorite superheroes since I was young. Um, because he was just like, um, he was like Superman, but he had so much more charisma. He was, he was just like, yeah. he, you know, he was a regular black dude. Right. That's, that's why when they brought Luke Cage out, I was like, yes, like this, yeah. let's head in this direction. That yeah. show, man, that was... season one was like 10 out of 10, 11 yeah. out of 10. Yeah. Like, yeah. Season two was like kind of good in the beginning. And then yeah. I was so disappointed in the ending, but I also am not familiar with the comics but i'm like mm-hmm. it just seemed like you know he turned you know <laughs> yeah i feel you i feel you because i remember watching season one and being like oh my god they went crazy with this right. and then i they watched got it all right yep yep and then <laughs> and then season two I, i've stopped after like four episodes i feel like I, I never finished season two i think i stopped after the first one the season two i was like all right <laughs> you're like oh y'all um, niggas started fucking it up i, I see what this right. is going so, have you... I also like the way they went with um, Daredevil, like the, yeah. the person oh, who played yes. Matt Murdock. I yes. think he was phenomenal yes. in, in so everything good, I've seen him in. Yep, yep, yeah. Dude, did you hear that they are so Marvel? They started filming the new Daredevil um, show, mm. Born Again, and Marvel oh, actually about that. Yeah. stopped. They stopped and they said they're going to revamp it. So they're still going to do it, but they're changing every. They were like they don't like like where it's going, so now they're pushing it back because they're going to. And you know that could go either way. Is that yes. and it's going to be amazing, or is it going to suck? And where you're like, what did you do? Why did what, you could have well, revamped you, it? Why did you have to revamp it? <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now what the, what's going on with the revamp, and which is which scares me. They're cutting. You remember? Um, if you've seen it, you know the two the frame characters, the girl and his uh, buddy he had the law firm with. They're cutting. They they were in. They were in. Oh, yeah. They were bringing them back. I heard the that they're not gonna be in there. No, which we, I don't know. The revamp. They they they're cutting them out because they were they right. were filmed. They were filmed in the first round of uh the film or first round of mm. you know filming process I guess. And then Kevin Feige saw it and the powers that be saw it and were like, no, they're cutting those characters, which were 
which already scares me because they were key to what was going on. So, right. So I feel like, you know, at least in the season one, like it's a good intro. He's, you know, you're getting into who is this daredevil and all around him and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. But season two, it's like they weren't as heavy in there. But oh, they're still sprinkled in there, you know? They're yeah. not, like, forgotten about, and they have their place. You yeah. know, they're not going to have Froggy on the rooftops, you know? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> like, exactly, exactly. Keep them in there, but know your place, you know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. I just, I know that so those characters, characters like that can be key to character development in the main character. <laughs> so if you start ripping out the, the threads, that just right. worries me. That worries me that... If you're going to have another goddamn Superman movie and have Lois Lane in there, you put Froggy back in. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. Show me a little difference. Right, right, right. right. There, this, it's the same picture. <laughs> right, right. Oh, um, Wait. Uh, I, Cody, are you planning to see Marvels? Um, Maybe when it comes on Disney+, Plus, but... If it like, I don't know how long it'll still take me because there, I have a lot of catching up to do. Um, like I said, I, I just, just meant in general. Like I know you probably oh, yeah. go to the theater and see it. But... Oh, fuck, no. <laughs> yeah, no, there's people there, man. No, I still got to see the the was it third Ant Man movie? And... Oh, oh yeah, really? Quantum Mania. So good. I was Speaking saying of... uh, McCoy on the group chat. I I I think the earliest I need to catch up on. Um, is Black Panther two like that's how far back because oh, I'm damn. saving to I mean, see that with me with Siri. He I mean you don't. Really? Uh, you ain't. I mean I like listen. No, you, you probably have to see it for like continuity. Um, because it's not I, that, of it's where not. they're going. Oh, it's yeah. I know it's not that good. Um, <laughs> Russell, why are you doing it? I was so disappointed, dog. But I mean, it, for what for what they did, it was it was a good movie. Um, yeah. There there are so many different ways they could have went with it. So many things they could have done differently. Um, I feel like if they really they should have just did a tribute to uh, T'Challa in some other way, um, and then just had Black Panther two. That's that's how I feel. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I think honestly, it would have been like. A shorter, more concise movie, yeah. and they could have done a whole lot of of things in that realm. Yeah. Sure. Um, what they did was wasn't bad though. Um, I I just shit on it because <laughs> there sometimes, are certain things that they could have done better. Yeah. Sometimes you got sometimes you got to shit on it. No, I got you. And it was it wasn't since <laughs> it's kind of going to like the group chat talk that one time, but like since Endgame, man, it's like I want to say every other, but it's like half the stuff they did not need to do. Yeah, and some stuff was pretty good, but it's like, are you making good content or are you trying to milk the cow? Because yeah. you're like, we're Marvel and Disney, and you want to see us. It's like we will see you, but it doesn't mean we want to. <laughs> and and the connecting material is often hard to do. Like, um, yeah. I remember watching like all of the episodes of of Bleach, and like a lot of collecting con- uh, connecting material to get to the next arc. Next arc. Was bullshit. I'm like, y'all could have did something different it, here. Yeah. Like, cut this whole shit it was out. It's like a whole new anime. Yeah, they gotta like do that in order to kind of get some people up to speed type shit. So I'm like, I get it. Some people are gonna be pissed. Some people are gonna be like, oh, this is well worth it. Um, so you 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 take your risks and you take your chances. Right, right, right. I mean, well, I, they're taking a lot of risks. <laughs> and, and so I, Russell, I had a um, God, it was something that. I wanted to know your thoughts on because you didn't like uh, Black Panther too much. Cody, you haven't seen. A, there's a lot of stuff you haven't seen. Um, what, Russ? What did you think about um, 
God damn, what was the um Secret in, Secret Invasion? Did you watch that? The one with Samuel Jackson? Um, so I seen parts of it. Honestly, I was doing like seven million things at once, so I haven't really okay. sat down and watched it. Gotcha. Um, from the the little bits that I saw, I was thinking like, okay, this is interesting. I'm I'm interested in to see where they go with this or how they lead this into well, Marvels for one, and there's um the actual Secret Wars thing that's supposed to be happening, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm excited about because you know they're supposed to bring back RDJ, yeah. and there was rumors that even Tom Cruise's Iron Man might be in it. So like I'm very interested to see what they do with that whole thing because that could be super dope. It kind of it's kind of like um No Way Home and. The multiverse of madness how it opens things up to a lot of things in the comments because we can we can see um no more mutants um uh which which i'm fucking excited for if they do that shit because uh wanda maximoff is just super dope in that one yeah. uh, we could get to god magneto um we could get to god doom like there's so many things we could but do you think see. they will um i don't know i honestly don't it's, know i hope so because stuff like that like in going to dc it's like you know batman becomes a god with the omni rings all the you know stuff like that but yeah, it's like and the, uh, they're not gonna the, do that in a live action or something you know? like that yeah yeah, yeah. you can like, hold dark side thing like they, they can't pull it off right. they <laughs> can tr- even try but they would suck at it like, but they're not they're not even gonna touch that because there's that christian nolan dose of reality or yeah. they're gonna keep doing batman versus superman 7 and it's like, <laughs> right you guys have like so see... much potential in your hands already yeah i would like to see a firestorm uh movie i'd like to see a black canary i'd love to see a black canary movie that should be yeah, great cool. with her and green arrow that should be awesome Man. i hope it doesn't turn into the Halle berry cat woman <laughs> I'm, I'm excited i'm excited to see uh what james gunn does with dc and you know like the dcu I, I wish they wouldn't call it that but um because that's another that's a whole nother thing already but who any well, you know that's that's all um trademark stuff so they have to do that okay wait they have to do it yeah because they're they're like with the the mcu how they have branched off from like a lot of that's why uh, when people will be like well it's not like the comics that i'm like this is the different universe this is a different yeah, trademark right. yeah. so you can't really keep comparing it to just marvel comics or dc comics that's why they put that in there because for legal reasons and right. so that they can take their own um, artistic license on things but so see, it's dc eu to be clear that that's the movies the extent so, extend expanded universe yeah. check it out check it out check it out it was dceu they've officially mm. changed the movie universe to DC. They've changed everything. Yep. <laughs> they There's changed no Aquaman. Everything. There's no Wonder Woman. There's no Batman. Yep, There's yep. no Flash. Yep. There's no Cyborg. There's no Director. <laughs> there isn't. There's no District of Columbia Expanded Universe. It's all done. <laughs> There's no camera. I don't know what they're doing. No they're, they're like, just get ready for our next movie that we're going to be planning, like GT, GTA 6. You what? know, it's like, what the fuck, dude? Oh my God! Dog. I, I <gasps> it's okay. Listen, listen, Cody. I'm right, I am not happy. I'm, Don't I'm right even like you. I know. I'm I right understand that DC <laughs> animated stuff is so much better than anything else. Mm-hmm. But and the come on, try to get your life together with the live action stuff. Right? Yeah. I'm, hey, listen. I'm right there with you because one the one cool thing about DC, like well, we Michael Keaton back. <laughs> he was Batman 40 years ago. You assholes. I don't want Michael Keaton. <laughs> You want to see us make the Death Star? Not really. You like Darth Vader? Yes. We could show him as a kid. Don't want to see that. 
<laughs> Cody, I feel what your really pain. really grinds my gears. Okay, music. <laughs> no, I feel your pain, bro. I know that feeling of being like, bro, why y'all not like that? That is. You promised, man. Dude, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, bro. Little, it be the little, it be little shit that you really want, like. I'm even even the mutant thing, like the way that the MCU is kind of like working it in. They're taking their time, and I'm just like, okay, when y'all get here, cause the way y'all keep dropping, I don't want to give. God, just see the Marvels. That's all I'm gonna say. It's just see it, but yeah, oh, but just let us do it. Cause Tayona uh, Pierre is fine as fuck. Damn, I'm a motherfucker. <laughs> Maybe you can see this. I know you got husband and shit, but you can hide me. Hey, bro, I don't know if you seen the I don't know if I sent that video to you or she was trying on her um superhero suit yeah, for the first time. No, I, was, yeah, I don't know if you sent it, but I seen it. I seen it. I think I follow her on IG. <laughs> Y'all need to all find the video of her trying on her uh her superhero suit for the first time, man. It was, it was so super cute because she was so excited. And people were like giving her so much shit, but she was just like so just excited to be a part. I'm like, dog, that's the kind of energy we need in these movies. They, who wait, would not who feel would like give, that? Who would you think give I'm going to be casted as Spider-Man and be like, put on my suit? Okay, let's record. Like, no, let me go to the park and jump around first. <laughs> right, exactly. awesome. I've waited my whole life for this. <laughs> Look, I can't do flips. I'm going to do flips in my apartment. I'm going to do breaking shit. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna be rolling around I'm telling you doing all type of shit jumping why off the, are there, jumping off why the bed. Why is there mud tracks on the ceiling? <laughs> right. Spider Pig now. <laughs> oh my god. Like, Russ, we gotta we gotta watch this suit, man. I don't know what the hell you was doing, but I, I was Spider-Man. Right, so I was, right. was Spider-Man. Dude, I just think about that all the time. It's like, it's like it's like, bro, it does Spider-Man actually what well, yeah, he does actually watch the suit. But it's like you this motherfucker gets be in the suit, getting beat the fuck up. It gets ripped up. We gotta go home, re <laughs> re-sew that shit up. Then watch the wait, suit. Wait, wait. Are you talking about Tom Holland or I'm talk, Peter Parker? I, I'm talking about Peter Parker in general. In okay. the comics, like, like you, you never really niggas really need like 17 suits because you Taylor, <laughs> right? Exactly, right. bro. What the fuck? They, this, I mean, I he was living suit. with his his aunt May, who probably sews, so she probably taught him some yeah. shit. Oh, like dog, this nigga, Dude. this nigga suit get ripped. Every, like every you seen his mask get ripped in half, or his face <laughs> is half out all the goddamn time. His arm, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's really from the game or not, but I saw a clip online from like for Spider-Man Two, and I don't know if they just made it for like a meme, you know. But it was Peter talking to Miles, saying like, first, I don't know what you're doing, but I gotta take you to this store." It's like, "Why?" And he's like, "You're gonna need a backpack. I have one already." No, no, no. For as many times you go to the roof, and at least like you're gonna need like thirty more backpacks. God, <laughs> <laughs> man. So, okay. Uh, what else you got for Cody's corner, Cody? You know, I keep trying to bring up anime, and it just goes into Snoop Dogg and then Marvel <laughs> stuff. So I don't know, uh, McCoy. What do you want to talk about for your corner? I'm just kidding. No, I'm playing. Um, I'm that's I, we. I think we had enough time. Oh, okay. All right, all right. Well, yep. And I'll send the rest of those in the group to you, uh, Cody, for you to sweet. check out. Love it. Thank you. Speaking of Catwoman. Cat. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. That was a good one. I was and actually Snoop Dogg, Doshi, do <clears throat> So, <clears throat> Catwoman is a very, very beloved superhero. <clears throat> mm, but because she's a vigilante, right? And she's not well, um, yeah. a good. Okay. Yeah, well, you're right. The beloved jewel thief, <laughs> right? Whatever. <laughs> uh, Catwoman loves fucking on Batman. All right. So you know who else likes to fuck and has cat in her name? <clears throat> so, it has been about two. Man. <laughs> it has been Pat about Stevens. two years. 
<laughs> okay, I like that. That was good. Um, so it has been about two years since we heard from the world's favorite rapping feline, Miss Doja Cat. Uh, but after standing up to critics, calling her a pop artist and declaring herself done with pop, as she feels she's a true MC, she has now come <laughs> back with Scarlet, a wonderful little album that covers a lot of the last few years of things that have gone on with her. But, oh, thank God I listened to the right one. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I was waiting to ask, okay, this is the one, right? <laughs> Good, I'm glad. Because that last Got one it. with Corey LeRae, I was like, okay, this is her latest album. And I listened to it, and he's like, Corey no, the EP. Larry? 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 Corey LeRae. Corey LeRae. That's really funny. What was... Oh, Coy Leroy. Uh, Coy Leroy. Leroy, take it. Oh, Demon Slayer. I'm like, I keep asking Siri, I'm like, what's his name again? And she's like, it's, I think she says, uh, here, how do you say it, Russell? So I've heard both uh, Levy <laughs> and Levi. No, no, no. Demon oh. Slayer. Oh, Demon Slayer. Uh, what the fuck is his name? It's like T.S.? Um, <laughs> T-A-N-J-I-R-O. Um, oh, uh, Tanjiro? Tanjiro. Tanjiro. Okay. So yeah. I was like, that's how you say it? I'm like, that does sound more like authentic Japanese. I don't know why I've been saying it like a Texan. I'm like, Tanjiro. Yeah, so it's, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's Tan, like Tanjiro. Tanjiro. Okay, so I guess I don't know why I'm like, Tanjiro. <laughs> Tanjiro. Naruto. <laughs> Naruto. Oh my god! I remember I used Get to say Naruto, Naruto, uh, and my like my homie uh, Josh. Shout out to homie Josh. He was like, bro, it's not. He used to always get on my ass. Like, it's not Naruto, Naruto. I'm like, well, I don't know. It sounds like the same to me. I don't know how the fuck you say that shit. Yeah, I, you put the they even say it on the show like both times. Naruto. I think it's funny that everybody in the show is like Naruto, 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 and then Sasuke is like Naruto, like an angry old man. Naruto. So yeah, you put the emphasis on the na. So Naruto. Oh na na Naruto. <laughs> All right, talk about this album. That no, we got some, we got some good titles for this goddamn episode. <laughs> um, so with <clears throat> in terms of this album, how good was it really? So I want to <laughs> get your <laughs> your th- <laughs> the Cody stop. <laughs> get your thoughts on the album, Cody. Uh, or us, whoever wants to go first. What, what, what y'all, what y'all, what y'all think when y'all listen to the joint? And wait, before y'all start, <laughs> did y'all listen to the one with uh, with that end with the the freestyle? The freestyle, yeah. Yeah, that's the only one I saw. Ooh, thank one God, because she that was that was originally a deluxe, but then she like took the regular one away, and I'm like, good because the 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 one with the freestyle and the it also is another song in the middle called Shecho that was not on the original. I'm like, why would you put those two songs all, like, you didn't need this deluxe. Just release the one with the, all of it. So, <laughs> stupid. Stupid. Stupid! <laughs> make make money. That's how you make money. <clears throat> well, I listened this morning a little late as I was making breakfast for the family and cleaning the kitchen. Gotcha. And I got up to, just being honest, track six. Okay. It was called 97. Okay. Um, I'm sure it's somebody's cup of tea. 
<laughs> but I'll be honest and saying I, I recognize that in hip hop I am sexist and I don't want to hear <gasps> oh, no. a female rapper. I don't. I don't. There I used to like what was it? When we had to listen to Doja Cats, what was it called? Like Hot Pink something or other. Yeah, Hot Pink. Hot Pink? Yeah. I was gonna say Pink Friday. I'm like, isn't that Nicki Minaj? Yeah, that's Nick. Yep, you're right. <clears throat> Um, which I had that on CD. That's that was good at the time. Um, that, no, there's some stuff that I used to. I don't know. Just maybe it's like me in this day and age or state, you know, or eight, you know. But I just, uh, it's not worth reading. Russ, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. I will tell you this, Cody. Um, obviously, you know. She to... said, "I look better without hair." No, you don't. Look, I'm telling you. got a good face for radio, lady. (laughs) You listen, listen, listen. (laughs) If you ever have a moment, just if you ever have a moment, the second half of the album, and I'm going to talk about this, you might really like because it it transitions out of the pop. If I have a moment, I'm going to listen to Missy. I'm just kidding. I'll listen to the second half of the album. No, you don't. I mean, you don't have to. I'm just letting you know because I know where your head is with hip hop. You might like it. So. You're one of my best friends. You're gonna tell me, "Hey, listen to this." I, if it's not Drake, I probably will listen to it, even though you sent me a J Cole Drake song and I listened to it. Well, you know, but <laughs> <laughs> I can't promise I'm gonna like it, but I'll give it a shot. All right, all right, that's fair. That's fair. Russ, what you think about it? <laughs> I just, I've been waiting on this for a minute. <laughs> what do you think about it, Russ? Here goes, here goes oh boy, here we go. All right, all right. Um, <laughs> so you all know I'm not a fan. Of of her personally, um, but he likes Coy Leroy better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she fucking sexy. Corduroy, um, <laughs> Corduroy, <laughs> Corduroy. Um, but um, I'll give it a, a solid seven, eight. Um, okay, seventy-eight. The beats seem simple enough to be stuck in your head. Um, um, the hooks be catchy, so you may find yourself singing or rapping them ram- randomly. Um, it does well social media rise, as you know, like her shit be all over like TikTok and yeah. Instagram and stuff like that. Yeah. Her rap voice sounds like a child at times, um, which is just very weird, especially with the subject matter she'd be rapping about. Yep. Um, she's always been a solid, albeit hilarious lyricist, in my opinion. Uh, I may not listen again to the full album. There may be certain songs that I might listen to again but it's not about album at all like i've i've, ne- I've never said that her music was was terrible or she was bad um she's just a bad person um she just can't it, carry a tone or a tune that too the singing shit was like <laughs> all right just leave it to the professionals um uh, if i had to pick a favorite quote unquote um i think ftg would be my choice um okay okay uh, was it fuck the girls or fuck yeah. the, fuck them girls or something like that yeah. um that would be my choice that was your uh, fa- i was like the whole time this is in a song, I'm mopping like, what is she talking about? The simple <laughs> melody reminds me of like old New Jabez songs, even with the drum beat, just with like a modern take. So that one I, I listened to quite a bit. It was just, um, it just, it was just nostalgic in my opinion. But gotcha. yeah, that's my take on it, man. Maybe like seven point five. Okay, okay. I, I, I like the way you, um, you know how you I said to change your filthy animals. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you kind of like broke it down into being like. Um, there there could be some songs that you would like go back to because mm-hmm. overall I like the songs but there are certain songs that just stand out like certain songs mm-hmm. I'm like okay this this is definitely a, a, a one of them ones you know what I'm saying um, yeah so yeah fuck the girls um, Ouchies I think was funny um, 97 <laughs> go off 
Um, and Girl Heels was interesting. Um, and there was a couple of other ones that, that kind of escaped my my memory at I'm this a, time. I'm going to tell you right now, the best song on this album is Can't Wait. And it's, it's, and it's like not even a full-on... It's like a soft song. It's like a not even a... I just love that song. I feel like that's the that's best. That's not the one where she be singing on it, is it? It's the... Um, where it has that... It's slow. It has that... Uh, the can't wait to get next to you. That is a whole vibe. That whole song is a vibe to me. Like Where she's basically talking about loving on her uh, boyfriend. He, when she, she, The first line is, It's another one about you. Because she spends a lot of album... Talking about is that the one where she said like uh, uh, the fuck she said um, something about um, stuck on like barnacles or some shit? I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I had to go look it up because I'm like, what the fuck is she saying? Because this almost sounds like a bar. And I'm yeah. like, nah. yeah. She, but she was she like, was, settle down there, square pants. She was, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> but she was having. She said she's having like so mommy much boy? so much love for somebody. She was like, if you want to be a, a middle. She said, if you wanted to be a middle American farmer, I look up everything about vegetables and yeah. harvest them around you. I was like, yeah, bro. That's the, yeah. That's the, I was like, dog, I fuck with this song, bro. Because she, it's like, and the vibe and the singing of the chorus and shit, it's so soft. It's like, man. And it wasn't, even, that's the, that's some, like, closest to on some Lauryn Hill R&B type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't even the best, like, hip hop thing on there. It was just hard to me, but. um, Okay, it Russ, speak real quick. I don't know why you just got quiet, but I don't know. Cody, speak. So good. Cody. Sorry, I put myself on mute to play with it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. 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 So then, Russ, it's just maybe your your. I think your headphones or your mic got a little bit low, maybe. Um, on the because Cody came in fine. I just wanted to make sure my phone won't fuck him up. Okay. So. Here's my thoughts on the album real quick. The the These are three things I like most about it. The first thing is how she is addressing and or using the rumors and the music, okay? So over the last few years, you know, there's been a lot about said about Doja Cat in the media about her being, you know, um, selling her soul to the Illuminati, um, being a demon, being... Uh, possessed, you know, a lot of that, you know, stuff. And if you believe in those types of things being possible and being real, you know, then you might have actually fed into it or you might be looking into it and saying like, oh yeah, she's really fucked up type shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, I loved that if you uh, watch like the visuals that were dropped in connection with the rec- to, with the song, like Paint the Town Red, if you just listen to the to the chorus, like bitch, I said what I said. Um, uh, I read the be famous instead. I let that shit get to my head. Uh, I don't care. I paint the town red. Like, like, just listening to that and then watching the video of like how she's basically con- dancing with the devil and shit like that because that's what people have been saying. So what she does, she plays on that. Like basically throughout the song, it's like calling you guys. She's like, yeah, I'm demonic. She was like, 2010, 2011 LeBron. Like, all right, you want the bad guy? I'll yeah, be the bad yes, guy. yes, exa- exactly. That's exactly it, Cody. It was all the visuals and the records and stuff match that. Like, you guys are talking shit. And she says it. She talks in these songs, too, where she, like, Skull and Bones. Um, 
Skull and Bones, if you listen to that song, is basically a song where she's talking about, you guys, this is, I'm not a demon worshiper. I'm not anything. I just work really hard. And like, you guys are so superstitious and you so, it's ignorant that you would get on the internet. These are basically what, what the what the song is describing. It's ignorant that you would get on the internet and be so wrapped up in these celebrity lives that you start creating these narratives about us, you know, you know, being worshiping the devils when, you know, like she believes in God and this other shit. Like, so, um, I just thought that the way she used this album to play on that, the God of the underworld to get right, <laughs> to get you play on well, that. My thing is, go my ahead. Thing is, go listen, ahead. like the easiest or the, the most successful way to hide something that you're doing is to embrace it. Cause a lot of people <laughs> will like, play on the, the bullshit like did he been doing it for years and that nigga still uh, crazy um <laughs> shout out cassie <laughs> shout out all the niggas wale um, well god <laughs> <laughs> but i mean the thing is I, I i agree with her point as far as like you know just mind your business type shit um but a lot of this shit she do is not normal shit so like you, you got to understand where <laughs> motherfuckers coming from right I mean, and, they talked about Lady Gaga with her meat suit. They talked about uh, Britney, here, Britney yeah. Spears when she came out with that snake. Like, they going to talk about you because you're a celebrity. Yeah. Like, you put yourself out there yeah. to be talked about. That's right. just what it is. Yep. yep. But you can't <laughs> dissuade the people with the, the freaky shit you're doing and be like, no, this is just no mm-hmm. normal shit. No, the bitch, it's not. No, the bitch, said, no. It's like, I'm not crazy. Let me just go shave my eyebrows real quick. Yep, right. yeah, yeah. And it's, and it's fucking stupid, stupid. Right, that's, you right, and you right, though. And that's why I like, um, the so the song, one of the singles was uh, Attention. And the song Attention basically talks about how She's in therapy. Like, she's she's talking about... That song is one of my favorite songs because she breaks it down. Well, she need a new therapist because what the fuck? <laughs> she was like, basically... Uh, Spider-Man meme again. <laughs> att- attention is like... is basically something that you need that you have to treat like a, like a pet. Like, it's like something that feeds on people paying attention to it and stuff. And she was like, that attention shit is... She never really wanted it, but at the same time, she can understand like how it, what it does, did for her ego. And so, talking about being in, in, in therapy and trying to work through that and seeing like, you know, that this shit is is dangerous. The whole industry as a whole is dangerous. I just love what she's doing with the music um, on this album because it's really like, if you ever are one of those people that really fuck with select, like if you're one of those people, and I've learned throughout the years to not look down I've, I've really looked like held my nose to my nose up at people being like oh look at this celebrity shit like i really <clears throat> mm-hmm. throughout the years have been one of those dudes like you guys are fucking stupid right so i'm trying to <laughs> i'm trying to fall back from that because everybody's allowed to be entertained bro and so mm-hmm. so with this album i kind of went into that like okay i know she's gonna talk about this shit even though I don't, I never really pay to the specifics of the rumors. I love that it was, she was able to translate that into good rap music. She was able to take that, talk about it, turn it into something. And I'm like, okay, this is good because if you actually paying attention to the shit, you are now getting tapped into, it's almost like she's talking directly to you and you are getting this from your artist that you like. So I think it's just creative and kind of smart. Um, the second thing I liked about this album is pacing. This is why I said, Cody, you might want to go back to the second part of the album. The first part of this album 
reminds me of some ludicrous shit. It reminds me, I said this, it reminds me of ludicrous 01 motherfucking rollout, motherfucking goddamn, uh, that type of, that type of vibe, like with ouchies and shit, it just like, goddamn, uh, uh, number one spot style sounds. It's just like bumping radio music, but also like at the same time, it's like, um, kind of lyrical like she's kind of like her bars on here are, are good you know what i'm saying so it's kind of it's like just lyrical enough but it's also not too lyrical where she's getting you she's nazzing you or hitting you with some goddamn like immortal technique you know what i'm saying so she finds a good way to be a commercially lyrical rapper which is on some ludicrous missy elliott or Busta rhymes type shit she's doing that and <laughs> being playful in the records too like uh like you said in, like ouchies i always go back to that um, like when she does that line where she be like, I'm hallucinating the way she does her voice and shit. I'm like, this is <laughs> just reminds me of some shit that I would like. Like this is some D12 type, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it, it reminds me of that type of vibe. And so I just like that because then right around um like track eight or nine, it's right around like the middle of the album, she gets into so like after she goes she yeah so around like track eight because after gun gun is a you know track talking about fucking um you know a dick is a gun whatever um but after that track eight go go off where she's talking about like you know being a boss and you know owning her businesses and shit shut show where she's talking to critics gore hit like everything starts to slow down literally in tempo and you get like can't wait and often and love life where she's talking about more her feelings and kind of going into, you know, deep in great detail about like what she, what she's been feeling. And it's not as playful, it's more serious, but it's also the music tempo changes. So you feel it in the album where we slow down and we start digging into that. Go ahead, Russ. The bipolarity. (laughs) He said the other side of the cat and shit. The first half is Doja, Probably the second Doja. Half, right? <laughs> Which a uh, funny, funny. I looked this up, and she Doja, she chose this name because of uh, she likes cat and Doja. She was really into like smoking weed, and so that her name Doja Cat actually comes from weed. She just spelled, she just must have spelled it wrong. She spelled it like I thought it was spelled type shit. So um, no, well, no, there is a brand. Like I said, there's a brand, a company that um, oh, okay, specializes okay. in weed sales. Um, and they are the Doja brand, so oh, okay. it's right on brand as far as that. But back in the day, it was spelled D O S H I A for in Doja. Yep. Um, okay. For the brand of of marijuana that a lot of rappers like to smoke. Got you, got you, got you. See, so she, so I yeah, it was Indonesia. Right, <laughs> Indonesian. <laughs> That's a place. Right. <laughs> I know that too, but <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> you said it's Indo. Smell like Big Cuddy or someone else that talked about. Um, oh, Big Sean, like before his even first uh, album. Oh yeah, a lot of plenty, plenty rappers talked about. Plenty of rappers talked well, about it. Was a... that, that's that was one of them. I believe the major suppliers yeah. uh, was in that region, so that uh, that wouldn't surprise me. Oh yeah, like a mid- <laughs> oh like Midwest shit. Yeah, okay, because I do remember. I feel like I remember Crucial Conflict talking about Doja and shit back in the nineties. Mm-hmm. So, um, but the last thing I like about this album, man, is focus in song topics. So a lot of rappers, man, and I've and shout out to TS because we talked about this many, many times. A lot of rappers, bro, 
um, especially in this new age, just rattle off bars. Like, full songs will be just random bars, just random bar, two, two bars, punchlines, and then you go to a different topic. You like, it'll be, I'm fucking a bitch in the back. Mm. I'm really running up the sack. Mm. And you know, my Maybach is black. Mm. My mom was back. Like, it's like all these <laughs> random ass bars that mean nothing when you put them together. They just, you just, you just rattle off a bunch of random sta- statements. Right, exactly. So, <laughs> stupid ass niggas. Um, that, what I'm like. now. Right, all right. Excuse, Lord, me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Sorry. Stupid ass people. Lord Jocko. Uh, 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 Flacco. <laughs> um, Jocko so, Flacco Flame. <laughs> uh, the focus in her songs, because she stays on topic when she's talking about certain stuff. Like, um, like in 97 bins basically talking about like how I don't care about these rumors and shit. So it's like when she, she has a, a part in there where she's like, uh, I forgot the exact bar, but she says something like, this is a, this is something I can use. you. This is, she says, God, dad, damn, what is the bar? What is the bar? I had it in my, that's why I didn't write it down. Cause I used to, I had this in my head. Um, she said, I don't care about the rumors when you buy it and you like it. And it's something you consume it. You, and then she basically rattles off, like how going into believing the rumors is basically good for her because you guys are buying, you consuming, you're giving her click, you're giving her views and all the other shit. But the whole, the whole point is she stayed on topic that entire song. Like she started that verse about this and the verse ended about this. It, it was, it was no random like throw in of like, Oh, and my cat is gray. Cause like, what the fuck does that matter? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Rappers have gotten to a point where too many, a lot of times, it's funny because Cody said he don't want to like listen to female rappers, but I'm going to give you, I'm going to tell you some real shit. A lot of times female rappers are the better rappers in the last five to six years, man. I preach this all the time. They're the better MCs because the, the new guys do, they all sound like fucking Trippy Red or Uzi Vert or they want to sing. They want to like harmonize Ooh. rap and they don't. They're, and their bars do not be coherent. They don't go together. That's what I was like. That shit is so irritating. And it's like, bro, you guys gotta stop doing this shit. You have to stop behaving in this way. Um, <laughs> so I just loved, like I said, the focus of her songs because she doesn't, she doesn't venture off. She really stays on topic. So um, ex- perfect example. Demons again, where you know she was like, I'm a puppet. I was a puppet. I'm a sheep. I'm a cash cow. I'm on your ass now. Like, this is, like, basically telling them, like, this is what's going on. Like, y'all, y'all did so much that now I'm in the, I'm in the lead and I had to go back to rapping. I had to go back to my roots, but the song stays on topic. It stays on topic. Can't wait. That song stays on topic, bro. So, I just love the shit. Yeah, Trey songs are real good. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Cut that cane hit ass. Um, so, overall, I'm going to be real with you. This was an amazing piece of work to me. I think the cohesiveness and the vision and direction of the album to the to the visuals is just a well thought out and well thought out and executed. So shout out to her team because you know she didn't do it by herself. Now, the only thing that I hate hate about this album, ironically, Cat. I understand, it's, man. It's, it's, <laughs> is Ag- Agora Hills. Agora, oh yeah, Agora Hills is a shit song. Okay, let's get into this. First of all. Uh, the direction of the song itself, like the album, is crafty because it's a misspelling of Agora Hills, which is the area of L.A. County that she grew up in, a little suburb. 
Um, but the it's crafty because he's speaking about feeling at home in a relationship, part of it. But to be honest, <laughs> this song plays out odd and shitty because for some reason, Doja Cat sings in a suburban white girl valley voice. Right. Yes. We, I, we, I don't understand it. As she talks about having sex in public places, you little freaky ass bitch, <laughs> while people watch. <laughs> now, the punchline is that being that agoraphobia, the actual way she spells it, is the fetish of having sex in public. And the fetish song, or fear? And the, <laughs> and the song. No, seriously, you said phobia. Uh, or. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't know what happened. So maybe I said the wrong word. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Thinks... Nope, we're going to get this right. We're going to get this right. Because. Phobia means fear of. Yes, you right, you right, you right, you right, you right, you right, you right. How did I look, yeah, it's I it's a it? fear of being in places that you don't consider safe. So. It's basically you're afraid to leave environments that you know are considered to be safe. So oh. they might think that their home is the only safe environment. Got it. Uh, Cody has a mild case of this. No, got you. No, 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 no. So the agoraphobia in the so when I looked this up, they, there's an article about this in the field of sex sexology. There's a fetish for people having places having sex in public places where they might get caught, which is a fear, which is on the back end, like you said, Cody the fear of actually being in those public places. So people, they, people who are freaky, um, go there or so, like having sex. So basically they have, uh, an adrenaline, adrenaline. Yes, sex. yes, yes. So the song, Agora, Agora Hills, the way she spells it, she takes Agora yeah. and is basically talking about having sex in public while people like, while people watch because in sexology, it's kind of a fetish to be on some like, Oh, you might get caught in front in public fucking here because again, she's a freaky ass bitch. So this is, <laughs> this is, thank you. Thank you, Cody for uh, bringing that up. Cause I want to make sure I was clarifying that I had to go back and find the article. Hey, this is um, the first time that I corrected you that you actually agreed with me. So yeah. you're welcome. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> um, so uh, it's it's two meanings behind this song, but I just know that while it was creative, the song is falls flat. This is a, the beat is horrible, the voice you're using is horrible, the bars are stupid. Like it's not like nothing about this song is good to me. It's horrible and it's the most random piece of actual horribleness in this album. So, <clears throat> to be honest, I'm gonna get, be, be real, me personally. Top to bottom, I love this album. I give this a nine be because the only thing that I hate is that one, one song, but I hate it. Like, absolutely low. That song is horrible. It's shitty. You could have just done without that. And she made it a single and made a video for it. And the video makes no sense. It's all, like, really bad. But when I take that out, I try to see, okay, what do I not like about it outside of that? Because I knew I wasn't giving it a 10 because of you can't get a 10 if I hate something on your album so i'm like okay now what else do i hate after because i've run through this and i was like realistically i love the stuff on here i love the pacing i love the records i love what she did i love the visuals i love everything she put together but she put that shitty ass song on there so <laughs> that shitty ass song ruined this album had the potential for me personally to damn near be a 10 because the way i'm listening to this album is insane like i fucking love this album 
but that shit makes me so disgusted when they get to that song and I skip it every time. And I should never have to skip an, an album or skip a song on an album that I find to be perfect. So that's the that's the reason this album is at a nine because that piece of shit song is horrible. Um. So to me, if you don't see how good of an artist she actually is, you must be smoking Doja. That, folks, is the review of Scarlet. So now it's time. You for... need to get you some cat. No. <laughs> And now it's time for Russell Prosser T. Yeah. <laughs> Agora. All right. Um, <laughs> so, isn't that the girl from Guardians of the Galaxy? Gamora. That's who that is. Uh, same, same, same. <laughs> A little bit of leg sticks together. <laughs> um, so, uh, Let's just jump right into it. Uh, that's what she said. Um, right. <laughs> where are you in life right now? Sound like oh. a Vsauce episode, but <laughs> welcome to Watch Mojo. Right. Well, I'm in. I'm where in... are your hands? Looking at <laughs> in life right now. I am inside my media room recording a podcast. <laughs> so trying to sound fancy. You're in your spare bedroom, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> my foyer. Is that uh, the vestibule and shit? Is that... Um, is that a question you can clearly answer, or is there a bit of vagueness that sometimes makes you unsure, uncertain, or is this question thought-provoking? Um, with whatever answers you've come up with, and you don't have to, to say them out loud, uh, do you feel confident in that answer, or is it enough, or is it just enough for now? Where you are right now, do you love that your life's like this? To quote uh, the cat of Doja. Um, <laughs> or is there something you're still striving for? Do you have a goal in mind? Some major or minor ambition? Some place or level you see yourself at? And with that in mind, are you actively striving to reach that place, that level, that status? Are you doing things here and there, whether systematically or whimsically? Two sides of the same coin. Must I be careful in this season for a specific reason? Or is this period a rash and risk-filled endeavor? How do I tell the difference? <clears throat> Preparation can help influence the approach taken. Chance favors the bold, they say, but the prepared one can be ready to take hold of opportunities at a moment's notice. But what am I preparing for? That's just the thing. Sometimes it's not a simple answer. Sometimes it's not um, a textbook uh, response to this question. Preparation, being ready for things that could happen, that may never happen, that should happen, that could happen, that would happen. Maybe you're looking to get a house. Congratulations on Cody um, for you know achieving this because that's that's a dope, a dope achievement and a dope endeavor to just right. be able to do so. For sure. There are things you can be doing in the meantime in order to be able to afford a place and maintain it. Because uh, that's the thing that we don't always see when we want something is how to maintain it. Not just financially. Oh, my right. God. Physically. Right. right. Like even, you know, having a car, like that's a simple thing. Like people, you know, joke about it. You know, that's something you should have type shit. But um, the car you choose can be your undoing because we may not have the 
the sustainable resources to maintain it. So it might look nice, it might, you know, drive nice, it might be what you ultimately want, but can you actually afford it at this time? Maybe you're concerned about your career path <laughs> and you don't have a clue what you should do. I don't mean to cut anybody off if somebody was going to say something. No, I was going to say there's people that uh, think that they can afford a car because they have the monthly payments. It's like, okay, but if you don't have money for insurance, if you don't have money for gas, oh, yeah. and yeah. if you need new tires for oil mm -hmm. change, like all this maintenance stuff that you're saying, like, no, you cannot afford the car then. Right. That's, that's right. If fact. you cannot afford something, I think it's two to ten times over, depending on who you speak to, <laughs> then you can't afford that thing. Right. I remember Jay-Z says something like, if you can't afford something twice, yeah. then you can't afford it at all or something like that. And yeah. I remember joking, saying, like, I should put this milk back. And T.S. is like, <laughs> I really shouldn't have bought my car then. <laughs> <laughs> so you, maybe you don't have a clue of what you want to do as far as a career. Uh, make a list of all the things you enjoy or find yourself spending free hours invested in. Although some may not want to pursue a career or life based on what they enjoy because they feel it may ruin the love and excitement for that specific interest. And instead, they feel they are geared towards another calling. Um, vocation is something that's not always talked about as far as, you know, when we, when we think about what we want to do with our career, with our lives. Uh, sometimes it's just something that we, f we feel like feels good in the moment. So it's like, oh, yeah, I want to play video games all day. Um, or I want to um, to build things all day because I like to work with my hands, which um, are viable um, career options. Um, but one, they may be difficult to get into because the market is so um, available for those who want to get into those specific vocations. Um, and then it also takes that dedication and hard work to actually pursue what you say you want. Maybe you have a fitness goal, whether it be just to lose a few pounds for self-esteem sake or for just lengthening the healthy time period we all have in our lives. Research and develop a routine that produces results, but is also sustainable. And with that introduction, this is simply a, um, a revisitation into goals. Here's some quick things to get you thinking, get you progressing, get you moving. Starting off with setting a goal in mind that gets you motivated. Seems simple enough, but not a lot of people choose a goal that actually motivates them. Nobody usually pursues something that is not important to them. Even if it's just for a short period of time, you should push, it should push you to actually want it, to actually want to do it, to actually want to achieve it. Something that may not have priority in your life may not give you this desire and it can't help you maintain your focus. Commitment, motivation, and discipline go hand in hand with most hobbies, routines, and achievements. So choose something that motivates you to want to achieve it. That's facts because like this, I feel like discipline is the key, it's the key to everything, whether, whether it's success, whether it's a hobby or success in a field, like discipline is really the key to learning you know, to stay the course because you're not going to always. I don't know what. I don't know what Webster's definition of discipline is, but I've been 
teaching Junior about discipline a lot lately, and I tell him that it's doing the right thing, whether you want to do it or not. Yeah, true, true. Man, and it's so it can be so easy to go in the other direction, especially when no one's like when mm-hmm. no one's watching. Um, you know, mm-hmm. it just just I think discipline is. They say that's the matter of character. Yeah. If you're a good character doing the right thing, if if someone's not even around to watch you do it. Exactly, exactly, man. So like, di- discipline is. I feel it is. And I've been learning this about myself that I have to be more disciplined in everything, in everything, in every aspect of my life if I am mm-hmm. to achieve true happiness because that is going to be completing those different goals or tasks or things that need to get done in the right manner. Mm-hmm. If you, once you've done it right or got, you know, completed it, you can, you know, eventually be able to sit back and have leisure time and have time to do other things because you were disciplined enough to mm-hmm. stay the course on certain things, whether it's, you know, the career that you're trying to build, the business you're trying to have, the, you know, all yeah. even, even, you know, um, well, I guess I'm going to uh, admit this on the pod. So I'm in therapy now. And um, that's what's up. proud of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you like even going back to that, like even when it's hard, when you start to have to dig and work on certain things, like showing up to that, going back to that, the discipline of like mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. doing the work on yourself when it's, start, when it's time yeah. to, you know what I mean? So. Yeah, mm-hmm. man, d- discipline is discipline is everything. Because without it, you just don't. You will fall by the wayside if you aren't disciplined enough to stay focused on the important stuff, man. So yeah, this so this is this comes kind of a little later in what I was going to say, but um, the thing is, we have personal trainers in just about every aspect of our lives, except for our mentality. We don't usually employ personal trainers for that because we have this notion that we're supposed to do it on our own and the way life is and how much things have changed even though people like to say that you know there's nothing new other than the sun there may not be but there are still some some new pathways that are available to us now uh, because of the advances that we've made in so many different fields that you should take a chance to find someone to help you deal with your your mental state we have personal Mm -hmm. trainers in the gym we have people um who train us educationally um you know we have all these people who who um teach us uh financially what we should should be doing you know especially the government they love doing that shit (laughs) um so why not have somebody who's um in your corner to tell you okay so i know you're thinking about this let's figure out why you're thinking about this so that we can train that muscle better so that you don't have that same thought process yeah. in the future yeah. we so don't when they are specialists that in that field and right. you are clearly not you know right right. Yep. Yep. right if you're starting off in a gym and you don't really know where to go you look up videos you look up things online hopefully you don't just go in there and be doing types of shit like they we see on uh on TikTok and, yeah. and instagram um just fucking your shit up and then be hurt um, I would hope you would do the proper research and and figure out what exactly I'm trying to do and find programs that help with that. It's the same thing with our minds. Um, we just don't always use the resources available to us, or we don't know that we have those resources available. Mm-hmm. Man, it's you. It's it. You know, learning that 
you have to take advantage of the resources that that are available learning even learning that um i feel like taps into discipline because you kind of got to you have to want to stay the course enough to like learn yourself mm -hmm. before you even get to the point of like therapy you have to be mm -hmm. tapped in enough and be coming back to which is a discipline your feelings enough to realize okay I, I need to work on this i need to work on this i need to work on this okay now what's the next step what's the next step yeah. that, I, that i need to you know what i mean so yeah, yeah. you have to want to do it yeah you can't change someone mm -hmm. who doesn't want change or feel like they need to change and especially if you try to do something for someone else, it's like, mm -hmm. no, you got to do it for yourself. That's yeah. when it'll be effective, actually. Otherwise, it's not authentic. You're going to do it halfway and not even realize it. Yep. But I keep, as we're talking about resources, that's something that I've talked about with Siri a lot about. When we hear from, like, parents saying, like, you know, we are thinking about our childhood and their mess-ups and the trauma that they caused us, and they say... Well, you know, we did the best with what we had. It's like, no, you fucking didn't, though, because they didn't just come up with therapy. They've had that for a while. <laughs> did you take advantage of that? Did you search and seek that out? No, you didn't. So you just came up with excuses and told yourself that you did the best, but you could have done so much better for yourself and for your family. No, I don't disagree with you that they could have done so much better, but they did indeed do the best with what they had. That's all they knew. Um, but like you said... Mm you can still learn more. And that was their their fault for not finding out more. But right, so they did the best with what they had. They didn't lie to you. <laughs> they could have had more. And they did not take advantage of that. Right. So they didn't, like... And Cody, I... hindsight is twenty twenty. Oh, you for you sure. can look back and be like, yeah, there's things we could have done. But in the moment, you don't know what you would do. And what... And let me tell you this, Cody, too. So, would I... Would, um what I'm learning um, I'm trying to work on is forgiveness and I think that Cody you're me and you are a lot alike in the sense of we're very we're very like loyal I think we're very like yes we're very mm -hmm. tapped tied into oh, we're loyal and we don't trust people right no seriously seriously so 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 we, no legit legit we, yeah. we no dead ass dead ass and and we we tend we tend to we tend to be like if you did this Fuck you because I wouldn't do this and I would not, you know what I mean? Like we tend to, I know how we mm -hmm. think, which is why mm -hmm. we, I think we're good friends because we know like we wouldn't fuck each other over because we would never do that to, you know what right. I mean? Like that's just in our character. And so in the, on, in, on the other, on the flip side, something that we tend to do <laughs> is we give, I don't think we, and I'm working on this, but I don't think there's enough grace that we give to other people to have I think learned themselves. Cody is like, I'm yeah. giving you motherfuckers enough grace. Y'all need to do better now. Right. <laughs> like, well, <I'm laughs> at, at this so, point, you should know better. You should be doing better. I've given you enough grace. Do better. Grow the fuck up. Mm -hmm. um, oh, that's kind of how. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of how Cody. I'm like, I, and I understand it because the, at some point you get tired of people just doing the same shit yeah, over and over. Sure. Like, come on now, exactly. you should learn by now. Um, if so I can do the... this, and we, we look at ourselves as honestly so low sometimes that we'd be like, if I can do this, I know you can do this. Right. And we get disappointed in people. I, I definitely understand, so, Cody. So that is very <laughs> true, but that's, I feel like, not a good trait of me. But it is yeah. very accurate. Um, but I think, and I, I would assume 
this is true for you too, McCoy, that it's like, I mean, this is a common thing that we've heard around too, though. Um, we expect people to do what we would do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so that's when they don't people. do that, yeah. they we get mad at them. But yeah. they are not us, so we cannot expect that of them. And what we can do is expect them to be them, as DMX said. And if they do, I mean, we they make faults, we make faults. Why are we going to get mad at someone because their faults are not the same as our faults, you know? Yeah. How do you want that's, we we look for ourselves and other people mm -hmm. and when they don't meet those expectations mm -hmm. we get disappointed in us mm -hmm. and we oh get so deep into our own heads and mm -hmm. i am such a flaw with this no, <laughs> i feel like this is again you mccoy too but like this is like i feel like you know it's like i'm speaking truth and it's like i open it wow yeah but it's like no i'm this is how it is, but it's like it doesn't right. mean I'm I'm yeah. doing better with it. I'm failing at yes, it, but yes, it's like yes. at least I recognize it. You know, <laughs> yep, but, yeah. that's and the that's first where step. the disappointment comes in, and that's where the frustration comes mm -hmm. in because you're like, I should be better than this. Exactly, yeah. I should be be farther along than this. I get stuck like this because um, you know I I have like clinical depression um, bouts that happen like just randomly um, to where I be like. I should be farther than this. I should be doing this. Da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. And you compare yourself to other people and mm -hmm. it just keeps you going down into this spiral to where you have to like, all right, look, look, we need to get the fuck out of this because whatever this is, this is not mm -hmm. fun. This is not cool. This is not where I should be. And so um, I had to learn that also that when I um, would try to see myself in other people and expect the things that I would do for them, for them to, for me, especially in relationships, that shit is so, so oh um, heartbreaking. Yes, yeah, it's yes. so heartbreaking. Uh, and then you get disappointed, not in them, but in you, because it's like, I wouldn't do you that that way. And then you, you just you start down this whole other other path. So yeah, I like I said, I definitely oh understand. My oh my <laughs> god. Sometimes you gotta hold people accountable, and sometimes you gotta hold them at bay. Oh, and, and the whole like. You know, it's like uh, you you do feel bad at, at the whole. Um, what do you say? You say you could you you should be doing better kind of thing, and it's like yeah. I've been going maybe the past four years or so on this roller coaster, like spiritual roller coaster of like I feel like I've conquered myself, and like you know, I remember to a point like. And then I just dipped again and kind of got complacent. And then I'm trying to relearn. Come on, I had this before. When can I get to that point to realizing you cannot recreate that, but continue to better working on yourself and what areas and this and that. And it's just up and down and up and down. And mm -hmm. it's kind of a circle too, but you can't, like it's, life is always you're working on yourself it's never yes, yes. okay i'm right. i'm great like i'm not keep know. jumping ahead in my shit so let's let's keep okay, okay. So, I was just, I was no, no, no. so the other thing i want to say because <laughs> doja king doja cat stevens <laughs> All right. All right. so first one being start off with a goal in mind and get you motivated second set smart goals so we've uh, we've talked about that in the past, how a goal should be specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based or timely, uh, depending on which chart you you, you favor on, on Google. Um, <laughs> a vague goal can often not be reachable or not be specific enough to be important to us or measurable. Um, and don't get him, don't get me started on time-based because if you don't have something specific and it's vague, it's gonna take you a long fucking time. Um, 
Specifying the details of a goal gives you the opportunity to have a more realistic measurement of how to achieve the goal, not just with the time parameters, but of completion milestones as well, because that's kind of how we set ourselves up to continue to, to succeed if we have those little victories along the way. He's like, in conclusion, goals. you're not shit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> never Specific will be, goals. but keep trying. <laughs> Specific goals tie into the relevancy of the goal as it pertains to something that is important to your life and why that goal is important or pertinent to the direction that you wish to head in. Next point, write your goals down. It is so easy to come up with a goal and feel really strong about it in the moment and positive and, 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 and gung-ho just to lose the direction you want, to, you want to head in or mix up the specifics of the goals because you don't have it in a tangible place. Finding yourself continually at the initial stages constantly um, is something is a side effect of not writing the goal down because you keep going through the same motions like I should I should have already been done with this stage, but I keep coming back here because I can't remember what the fuck I was supposed to be doing. Writing your goals down can keep a record of where you are, where you've been and where you wish to go. It keeps your path clear and simple. This eliminates the problems of forgetting the goal or it dying because of being lost in the commotion and the distractions of life. This makes the goal real to you. Placing reminders where you can often see them can keep you focused and always progressing, even if it feels like you haven't gone anywhere. I promise it's, it's, you're much farther than you think you are. Right. Think about how far back you'd be if you didn't try this stuff or recognize or be aware yeah yeah you know what I, so when when cody when you're talking earlier i wanted to mention too like um what i've learned uh in my short time and you know talking to someone about myself is that life is sick secular um i think she mm -hmm. the way she described, described it so you mentioned like it's really sick it's disgusting <laughs> uh so basically we want cycles life. and cycles we like no mm -hmm. seriously that seriously that's so mm -hmm. true because he wasn't saying this as a joke a couple years ago like, <laughs> circles and cycles are real thing we like we we want life to be one straight line like you go do this you get your, mm -hmm. you get your diploma you find your wife you marry you have a house like you want shit to go like that like straight line but truthfully like things mm -hmm. go in cycles like you might like you were working on being more stoic and just kind of like you know being more centered um and you know all like all of those things that you were like <clears throat> like really working on and then something happened or you got kind of wrapped up in other things and then it fell you know you might have fell out of it a little bit and now you want to get back into it and as much as we want everything to be a hundred percent like you want to have obtain that information use it work have it in your back pocket to be able to move forward like that as a person the, the truth is that <clears throat> there might be moments where things fall loose or fall by the wayside and you have to get back into that cycle in your life where you're like okay i'm you know relearning this but i but i'm going into a period in life where i want to kind of get back into this so i can get that knowledge again there, it might be times where you have to keep going back and don't think that because you have to go back you know to get you know back into it that 
you're any worse off. You know what I mean? Like, don't don't be down on yourself because of the fact that things go in cycles. Because as long as you're actively, as long as you're alive, you're going to be actively going through stuff. You understand what I'm saying? So having to go back to that, to, to maybe master it, is not necessarily That's, wrong, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's not I think. Thing. I mean, I, I agree with what you're saying. I think, and this is probably something that I would say to a therapist is I think I feel bad or guilty or down mm-hmm. on myself and mm-hmm. certain situations like that because yeah. it's like, um, I should have, like again, should have learned yeah. my lesson mm-hmm. or because mm-hmm. of the fear of, uh, Alzheimer's, like I knew this before. Why am I forgetting the lesson when I'm in the moment kind of thing, you know? And the biggest mm-hmm. thing for me is like, I know one thing, but when it's in the moment, it's out of my head and then after the moment i'm looking back going fuck me you know yeah yeah i'm already knowing man trust me trust yeah me. we're all we're all guilty of it yep. it's it's a very human thing so um, well i know you something... Russell, you're the worst at it because I'm <laughs> <laughs> well you know i don't like to toot my own horn because <laughs> i think that's cocaine um in addition to writing down... <laughs> right in addition to writing out your goals, expand that with an action plan. Smaller steps of bigger desired outcomes to produce small victories, which encourage you to progress further and further towards your goal. Yeah. This does wonders for your confidence as well as your motivation to keep going and press harder. It may confidence, not be as if I had any. It may not be as detailed as can be and will be a work in progress, but it will help you narrow down some things along your journey and gives great practice for breaking down huge ordeals into smaller segments, continuing to give you that boost of confidence and experience in your achievements. Lastly, and this is what we kind of been talking about this whole time, stick with it. We often get sidetracked or have setbacks and then we quit. We give up because we made a simple mistake or indulged too much, uh, depending on what our goal is, thinking that all our progress is gone, when really that is just a part of the process. As McCoy said, it is a cycle. <clears throat> These things happen. Um, in the Bible, they call it seed, time, harvest, time. And those are four different periods where you have the seeding period where you're um, investing in whatever it is you're, you're doing. So you're, you're, you're laying the groundwork to get the things um, that you want. And then you have to have time for that to have some maturation for that to grow. And then there's the harvest time when you actually reap back the benefits of, of what you've planted. And then there's time to use those resources again to get back to the seeding part time. So there's never an end. It's, it's always, you know, a circle has no end. Um, and and just here's some, uh, Buddhist stuff. They said during Hatsana, during life, during the work on yourself, you mm-hmm. chop wood and carry water. And mm-hmm. after that's all done, you chop wood and you carry water. I'm like, mm-hmm. Wow, you motherfuckers! <laughs> yeah, um, and you know, and, and even though the the um, different religions and different um, spiritual uh, tenets may have some differences here and there. There are a lot of same beliefs and same principles. Yeah. Yeah. Across the universe, in my opinion. Um, It's a good movie. (laughs) (laughs) But the main thing here is we have to be able to allow ourselves uh, fuck up time, as as I like to call it, because we're going to mess up. We're going to fail because that's just a part of learning. Um, we're not going to be great at everything all the time, and that's okay. We're, we're human. To err is human. 
Um, and then what what is the hardest part for a lot of us is forgiveness. That's why the end of that phrase is to forgive divine, because it seems to take a divine amount of strength to forgive ourselves and also other people. Mm-hmm. because we, we can hold on to things uh, to the grave. Um, and mm-hmm. it is a slow killing poison. You have to forgive yourself. You have to allow yourself to make those mistakes and know that it doesn't destroy everything you've worked on. It just maybe maybe a setback. So you have to, to put in more work or work for longer, but it's not a world ending thing. But we get so caught up in wanting to be better or um, thinking mm-hmm. that I should be better, I should be at this level, that we don't allow ourselves to actually just live. And that's the main thing we should be doing is living. We should be learning these things. We should be experiencing different things because that is what life is. Surviving is not living. Mm-hmm. And right. Going back to what we were and talking about earlier, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to earlier too, I was thinking like, um, shoot, you... Sorry, I got to catch my train of thought. You're tough on yourself because you want to do better, mm-hmm. but you want to allow yourself, like, as if, like, take yourself out of your body. You want to look at you, like, to if you were someone else, treat yourself better because you would care for someone else differently, but you're so much harder on yourself. Uh, stoically, they say, be strict with yourself and lenient with others. Meaning, don't be like telling someone you should be doing this better because this and this, blah blah. blah. But then you're not doing that same strictness with yourself, and you're allowing yourself mistakes. But I think also to counter with what you were saying, or to agree with what you were saying, Russell too, is like mm-hmm. I think be strict with yourself, but don't be too strict because you need to need to realize, like you said. You know, it's like to, to humanist to air, you're going to make mistakes just like everyone else. Just pick yourself up. And I think it's, you got to find that healthy balance. You know, you need to put in the work for yourself, but allow yourself the time, not even just for your mess ups, because it will happen. It's guaranteed. But also like the playtime, like work hard, play hard. So yeah. you put in all the work physically, mentally, emotionally, make sure you take the time to take care of yourself because I mean, especially me in the past few months, like I'm busting my ass working overtime, working when I'm not working, like taking care of the kids, trying to do stuff for the house, this and that. And I, yesterday, it's it's so rare, I sat down and played some video games. It was so hard not to feel guilty. Hmm. I'm trying to tell myself, stop feeling guilty. I know I could be doing X, Y, Z of chores. Yeah. Or you're like going tearing down the bait, this and that, but like you don't get to enjoy, like relax and unwind and stuff like this. So, right, exactly, Man. exactly. You need to be able to, bro. I, like you deserve that. Like I've been playing video games. I've been playing Mass Effect, uh, <laughs> and drama to finally Man, get book. back into. It. No, listen, listen, <laughs> listen, 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 listen. Um, it was crazy because in getting back into it, bro, with an RPG, you can't just put that, pick that shit back up. So I had to exactly. So yeah, I'm sorry. I'll let you finish. Wait, wait, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Okay. (laughs) This, this, this. So I had to first find time to give myself like two, man, like two or three days of just a few hours of playing 
to really just kind of get back into okay this is how you would build this, this mm-hmm. is how you would work on this you is how you would create items sell them this all those little things then on the fourth day of playing i finally got they when they was able to like go out into a, a different world <laughs> and like like fight and shoot and just all this other stuff because it was so but it was so it was so calming it was so and i was talking with this about my therapist talking about therapist about like this is what makes me happy this is like a happy place yes. for me. so i need to be able to do this for myself more often and i can't be mm-hmm. like oh i should be doing something else so you deserve that bro you need to be doing that. yeah so it's yeah. just yeah it's just really tough to like i know i do but it's like it's still a bit like i couldn't fully enjoy it mm-hmm. because yeah. i was still in my head you know but yeah no i was just the off topic with your <laughs> the video rpg stuff it's like I kept I was replaying older games that I've played already Man. and stuff and I was like <laughs> great and I'm going I really want to because that Ghosts of Tsushima game or whatever yep, yep. like I played I played the intro of that one time it was just like get to know characters and how to play stuff yep, that was it yep. so I'm like I really want to get into this but I do not have enough time right now because I need to indulge it's an RPG you know how much time that's going to take yeah, a lot yeah, so yeah, late yeah, <laughs> it's just so yeah, funny yeah yeah yeah. What I've been trying to do is, be, you know, because um, I'm really busy. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm really fucking busy. I do so much things, so many things for so many people. Um, it, it's just I'm just so so involved in a lot of things, and so what I try to do, and it still surprises me to this day when I when I find the time to actually just sit down and and like play video games, um, instead of like rushing to do things or rushing to take care of things, like. Like just to, just to get give you guys uh, just a, a gist of what my week usually looks like. So I work um, basically eight to five every day. Uh, slow down there, Friday. Tex. You show up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I work because we go into the office still. Um, so <laughs> I work eight to five uh, Monday through Friday. Um, and and now since we're doing all these concerts and reunion things, I have rehearsals on Monday. I have church on Tuesday. I'm rehearsal on Tuesday. Um, the one time I usually get to spend like with other people is Wednesday. We we do this trivia night thing, uh, which is like an hour and a half, two hours um, that I get to just kind of relax. And Thursday I'm back at rehearsal. Um, Friday um, is usually an event that I'm at. If I'm not singing or or, or um, performing, an event, spearmint rhino. No, <laughs> and then um, Saturdays, um, every other Saturday, of course, we pod. Um, I have meetings at two o'clock and I have rehearsal at three thirty. So it's like I'm and it's Sunday. I'm busy just about all damn day um, with the different places I play. So like when I have a chance to like not be cleaning, not be um, creating flyers for different organizations. Um, working on the book, like when I actually have time to just just chill and relax, it's a surprise to me. It's like, damn, mm-hmm. I got like a whole hour or so just to Yeah. To do something I want to do. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. I've I've been trying to work to figure out how to build it into my like I've been like I look ahead a few days, um, be like, okay, you're gonna be driving these days and you're gonna be doing the research on this these days, <laughs> um, truck stuff this day, and I'm like Nope. Okay, so I don't have group. I don't have therapy because um, I have those. It's like a two, three hour sessions um, on Tuesday oh. and Thursday because it's like a group thing and then it's like a personal thing. Um, but so Tuesdays and Thursdays in the afternoon, gone because like five thirty to eight thirty, I'm there. Um, but uh, so I like time it and I'm like chiming. I'm like, okay, this day you're gonna have two hours and you're gonna set you an alarm and you're gonna play Mass Effect. 
this day for these hours and that's you and you turn you putting your phone on the side you not even looking at that you you are chimed in because the good the feeling of happiness i'm gonna get for giving mm -hmm. myself that hour or two of mass effect right then is going to set me up well for the next few days i mm -hmm. need you know what i'm saying like i know that i need that so it's it's crazy, man, because you, you realize how much stuff you're doing once you start trying to do that. You realize, like, damn, what the fuck? Being an adult is not, <laughs> bro. It's it's rough, bro. The the way you just really explained how you have to set an itinerary to play video games, like yeah. we're old. Yes, bro. Life is caught up. Man. <laughs> man, dude. Man. I didn't even think I'd get to the point where I didn't have time to play video games and all. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. So as we've been talking about, um, one of the most important things that I've learned is that you've got to forgive yourself at these times. When you feel sidetracked, when you feel disappointed in yourself, you've got to forgive yourself and pick yourself back up. Get back in the game. Fight some more. Take a breather here and there, but get back to it and push yourself. Uh, you really are stronger than you think, more durable than you can imagine, and more dedicated than you know. The thing about it is... Also weaker than I think. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about it is we, we have to just allow ourselves to be human because we, we hold ourselves to these high standards, higher than most any gods, depending on what religion you, you serve, um, hold for us because they know we're going to be human. They know we're, we're going to fail. We're going to mess up. Um, but they also know that we're strong enough to continue. Uh, we just are so much harder on ourselves than we should be. And the main people we should be loving is ourselves. We should be forgiving ourselves. We should be allowing ourselves enough room to, to fall, but also to get back up. So that's something that's that's very important as far as sticking with it because you will make mistakes. Um, this is a cycle that continues, and sometimes the cycle doesn't seem to go the way that we we feel it should or that we've known it to go. So that's okay. You have to be okay with that because that's just how life is. So with these ideals, um, hopefully you can come closer to answering those questions from earlier. Where are you? Where are you going? Now build the map. Carve the path, prepare for the journey to get you there. McCoy? If you build it, they will come. McCoy? So now it's time for our fucked up story of the week. Uh, the fucked up story of the week, unless you guys have been living under a rock. <clears throat> Cassie, like Cassie sued Sean P. Diddy, Papa Diddy, Pop. Because he was beating her at no, Man, he was doing a lot of shit. So Cassie, and now apparently the cat, the Doja Cat's out of the bag because everyone's opening up with yes. Diddy did him wrong on this and that. Yes, it's surviving mm -hmm. Diddy's gonna be gonna be OC. Um, so yes, uh, Cassie um, sued, filed lawsuit, uh, filed a lawsuit against Diddy about a week ago. About a week ago, eh. Diddy was tweaking her for thirty million. <laughs> Just tweak hours. Right. Oh nah. Oh nah. <laughs> So, filed a lawsuit, a $30 million lawsuit against him about a week ago. Um, it was a civil lawsuit, uh, so he was not going to jail. People like to tend to think that, like, oh, he's going to, no, he wasn't going to jail. It was a civil lawsuit. Um, Yet. Um, <laughs> in, the, in the lawsuit, there were things that on the cover of the lawsuit description, it was like a warning because they said the stuff in here would be triggering. So, there were, were things that <clears throat> in mm. the uh, suit that said he like mentally phys physically sexually abused her uh like uh 
tried to blow up someone blow blue actually no successfully blew Should up cut someone's his car. car yeah it didn't yeah. yes it said blew up someone's car hung up hung someone out of a you know, uh, balcony it, it, which they say you know is Wale. cut his car you said what yeah 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 cut we, his car yes can, okay yes but so in the lawsuit um they described yeah them blowing up kid cuddy's car hanging wale out of a uh a balcony, balcony window. Window. <laughs> that was so crazy. Um, yep, like commando and shit. <laughs> what the fuck, bro? Dude, I'm thinking this is Michael Jackson, son. <laughs> Man, uh, doing that, um, forcing her to have sex with male uh, sex workers uh, while he taped it and <laughs> and played with himself, all like some really weird shit. And then within 24 to 48 hours, they settled out of court. So, I don't know what to think of this. All I know is he did that. He did shit. that right. He did that. Whatever they say, he did. He did that shit. Uh, he did. He did it. He did. He did it. He did it. Uh, brother, love a uh, glass. Um, so there is now other people coming out the woodworks, as Cody said, and it's just yeah, man, it's a shit show. So that's the fuck the story of the week. Cause goddamn, um, I, funny quick funny moment. I was watching. Uh, about six, seven months ago, I was watching a Vlad TV. Yeah, I know. Vlad TV interview of um, Young Jock. And Young Jock was talking about when he had got signed to Diddy. And he said he was there um, with him and Cassie, Diddy, all in the club together in Miami or something. And Diddy was over there talking to this uh, white chick. And I guess she had her, like, had her, had half of her head shaved. And. Don't you? And Diddy comes back, you know, he's in the club and he's going crazy. He's wilding out and he's like, hey, he tells Cassie, like, you need to do that tomorrow. And she's like, what? He's like, shave your head, have it off. And young Jock said he looked at Cassie. When Diddy walked away, he looked at Cassie like, you ain't going to do that, right? And And she said, according to young Jock, she said, if Sean wants it, then I'm going to do it. So I knew when I heard that, that whatever was going on between them two was wild. Um, so that's the fucked up story of the week. <laughs> and the I always f- thought something about him was off. And I, it's just getting more and more yep, yep. like, dude. Yep, yep. If you, I'm gonna, and if you guys, for the listeners out here, if you guys are not familiar with Jaguar Wright, okay? She is a singer from Philly. She was around the Soul Aquarians. Um, in the 90s, she was part of the Neo Soul movement. But if you guys don't know what Soul Clarion is, that is, uh, it's like a basically a camp of like Neo Soul R&B hip hop artists that included like Andre 3000, Erica Badu, uh, The Roots, uh, Q-Tip, uh, Common. A lot of these people would hang around. Taleb Kweli, if you can pick up on the type of, you know, basically people who were just really into the whole like soul idea. But Jaguar... Uh, Right, did say in an interview a while ago that the reason I'll be sure last year went through that stroke or whatever is because he was poisoned by Diddy because he was about to say some shit about Kim Porter, who they also think that, well, it is Diddy's baby's mama, but they also think he killed her. There's a lot of shit that they say Diddy's been doing behind the scenes that is just really weird. He killed Biggie, killed Tupac. Right, right, right. Um, So, yes. And the fun fact of the week, the national animal of Scotland is the unicorn. So, 
This has been episode 129. Well, Scotland doesn't exist, so. <laughs> um, this has been epi- <laughs> episode 129 of Not Politically Correct. Uh, I am your boy, <laughs> Real McCoy, a.k.a. Mr. What to Do, a.k.a. Young Splash Guy, and you know where you can find me, Cody. Where can we find you? Uh, <laughs> where, where in the world? I still have my bacon. Boy, be like, I'm your your lad, little dad, looking nice. <laughs> and on that note, P, man, <laughs> P Daddy. Oh, that's a Mark Kelly. Gang. Show. I just bought the recording back. Gang.